Sunday saw the 75th league encounter take place between Mumlody Sundowns and Kaiser Chiefs as the sides faced off in their DSTV Premiership battle at Loftus Fasfeld. Chiefs held the upper hand as far as history was concerned with 31 league wins to Sundowns 23 but the home side cared little for the past. Curling towards the back post and an early goal simply done ready for Mumlody Sundowns Grant Kekana with his first goal for his new club and all too easy that was. Chiefs had numerous opportunities to equalize but couldn't make them count as Downs went into the break 1-0 in front. Amakorzi came agonizingly close to drawing levels soon after the restart but Downs keeper Dennis Nyango was up to the challenge. The Brazilians, meanwhile, refused to squander such chances. Taken by Miami, he's got the ball across, and they've got goal number two. Simply done, Peter Shalolile, but the young man, Neil Miami, is continuing to make his name here. Speaking of chances, Chiefs were handed another one on a platter when Sundown's defender, Rivaldo Kutsia, handballed inside the area. However, Lebokang Manyama failed to deliver from the spot. Sundown securing a hard-fought 2-0 victory, the 24th in their storied league rivalry against Chiefs. Royal AM made four changes for their clash against Chipper United at Chatsworth Stadium as they went in search of an opening win in top flight, while Gavin Hunt's Chili Boys were looking to build on their unbeaten start to the DSCB Premiership campaign. It was a busy opening half of the match for both sides as they went toe-to-toe -to -toe with the hosts first to ask questions and Dumiso Mabena forcing Chippers Ismail Watenga into action just two minutes into the match. The Chili Boys responded as Mukele Moloisane came close, his strike going over the bar with the visitors looking to put the host on the back foot. Royal AM were given a golden opportunity to take the lead in the match from the penalty spot after referee Christopher Kistor judged Roscoe Peterson to have handled the ball inside the box. In the 48th minute, Victor Lezualo was handed the spot kick duties and he made no mistake, putting the host a goal up. Chipper needed to strike back and they came close, but Deboko Ponsani's free kick was expertly kept out by Watenga. That was the Vista's last real chance of the game and it saw them fall to a first defeat of the league season while Royal AM bagged they made in three points, 1-0 the final score. Confirmation of results in the DSTV Premiership, Royal AM defeated Chip United 1-0 while Sundowns overcame Kaiser Chiefs 2-0 in a blockbuster encounter. Following their win over Kaiser Chiefs, Mamlodi Sundowns topped the DSTV Premiership table on seven points to clear off Stellenbosch and Orlando Pirates, while Supersport United round off the top four. Golden Arrows sit in ninth position just ahead of Kaiser Chiefs. Amazulu are in 15th place, while Maruma Gallants anchor the table. DSTV Premiership action continues with Amazulu taking on Supersport United in Durban. You can catch the match live on your World of Champions. And then there were two. The top two seeds, a most fitting final. A battle between the ATP Tour's finest, world number one versus world number two. Serbia's Novak Djokovic was out to make history in the Big Apple. He was out to complete the Grand Slam something that hasn't been accomplished since Steffi Graf pulled it off in 1988. 
winning all four Grand Slam titles in the same calendar year. But for Daniel Medvedev, the day was about something else. It was all about him finally getting over that last hump, finally securing his maiden Grand Slam title. He certainly began the match the right way, taking just 36 minutes to seal the first set. It was a fifth consecutive match where Djokovic has lost the first set. The Serbian ended up winning the last four matches, but there was something different this time around. Medvedev was simply a cut above, and it seemed to be getting to Djokovic. An hour and 20 minutes down the line, and Medvedev was two sets up. If Djokovic was going to produce one of his epic turnarounds, he would have to get it done in the third set. But once again, Medvedev had his number. He had only dropped one set throughout his stay in New York, and after opening a four-love lead, the Russian was on the cusp of glory. Three straight sets. Unbelievable mastery of this hardcore. And Medvedev is the champion for the first time. Well, first of all, um, I think it's the first time I'm so nervous saying my speech. I mean, first of all, I want to say sorry uh, for you, fans, and Novak, because I mean, we we all know what he was going for today, and I just want to say that I mean, anyway, what as as you said, what you accomplished uh, this year and throughout your career. Um, I never said this to anybody, but I'll say it right now. For me, you are the greatest uh, tennis player in the history. Um, then I want to I thank my team, those who are here. Dasha, Oliver, Gilles, Francisca, those who are watching, Jan, Eric, my parents, uh, my family, my sisters, I mean all my friends who some of them are here, some of them are watching this, just uh, thank you guys because uh, it's, uh, it's not an easy journey to win a slam, um, but uh, I'm really thankful to you and uh, for helping me throughout this journey. World Cup holder South Africa were up against Old Foes Australia in their third match of the Castle Lager Rugby Championship in front of fans at the Seabus Stadium on Sunday. The Springboks registered the first points of the match within the opening minutes, but the Wallabies made it three all moments later. Both teams received two yellow cards each, the first given to South African skipper Sia Khaleesi. Andrew Calloway got past the Springbok defence to score the first try of the encounter. Cooper quickly out the back, hit hard by Etzebeth, but beautiful hands from Karevi over the top for Andrew Calloway. Cuts back inside, it's a brilliant score. Through the power of their mall, the box registered their first try of the match, Bongi Mbonambi the scorer. Again, the Springbok shifting very cleverly and powerfully taking it towards Australia's line, but Numbi is over. However, the Australians remained ahead with a half-time lead of 19 to 11. In the second half, the Springboks were more offensive. Hooker Malcolm Mark scoring his first try of the game. The South Africans used their driving mall once more as Mark scored his second. But Mostert claimed the ball that was intended for him and 
The surge is once again powerful. Marks just having a little glance up to see which way it's heading. And still they go. And try is scored. The Wallabies, however, were still in the match, converting points from the penalties they were awarded. And with the final kick of his boot, player of the match Quade Cooper got the victory for the home side. He struck it beautifully. It's got plenty on it. And the Wallabies are victorious once again. A dramatic end. We mentioned how South Africa have won just four out of 27 games in Australia. That man has sealed the world championship fate. And the Wallabies led by 19 points to 11 at halftime. Quade Cooper's kick gives them a last gasp victory by 28 points to 26. I think our discipline wasn't good today, um, but I've got to give credit to Australia. They were very good today. You know, they stuck um, all the way till the end, you know, and um, yeah, for, they, they showed great fight, you know, you, and, and it's been hard for us to come to Australia every single year. You know, our record is not so great yet, but I thought our discipline wasn't good and we didn't take opportunities when we had them. New Zealand and Argentina kicked off an unprecedented rugby championship doubleheader in the Gold Coast. Across their 31 encounters, the Old Blacks had only lost once to the Pumas and drawn once. The 25-15 loss came last year in the Rugby Championship in Sydney. The All Blacks, though, responded with a 38-0 win two weeks later. And this time around, it took them just 10 minutes to open the scoring as Rico Ioane pounced on a loose ball for the first try. Bowden Barrett extended the lead just after the half-hour mark with the boot. Some superb defence from the Pumas kept the New Zealanders out, but Sevu Rees eventually tunnelled his way over the try line as the All Blacks took full control of the match. Pablo Matera was yellow carded for killing the ball in the ruck as the All Blacks pushed for a try before the break. And from a line-out, they struck a second big blow before half-time. They got the drive going against the short-handed Pumas and Dalton Papali found himself at the back of a mall before crashing over. New Zealand picked up right where they had left off once the second half got underway. Some great footwork from Barrett and a bit of sublime skill saw him find Luke Jacobson with a backflick spiral pass. The Waikato number 8 was having a great game and charged over the whitewash for his second try of the match. Jody Barrett slotted in a penalty near the end to seal a comfortable 39-0 victory for the All Blacks. The All Blacks had an emphatic victory over Argentina in round three of the Castle Lager Rugby Championship. And Quade Cooper secured victory for Australia in the final seconds of their match against the Springboks. New Zealand sat comfortably on top of the standings with 15 points while South Africa sit in second on 10. The Wallabies are on four after their victory against South Africa, and Argentina sit at the bottom of the standings after failing to win their opening three matches. The Springboks will be out for revenge when they face the Wallabies in round four of the Castle Lager Rugby Championship, while the All Blacks will be looking to continue their stellar form against Argentina.
Sri Lanka were hoping to bounce back from the defeat they suffered in the first T20 against the Proteas as they chose to bat first after winning the toss in the second match between the sides on Sunday. The visiting South Africans made the kind of start they would have been looking for as Andrich Norkia got the early breakthrough, dismissing Dinesh Chandimal in his first over. Kusal Pereira and Banukara Japaksa looked to find their groove and get matters going, but their momentum was halted as light showers over the ground brought the covers on. The break in play led to the stand being broken after the resumption. Eden Markram taking a sharp return cash to dismiss Rajapaksa for a 19 ball 20. Pereira couldn't form another partnership as Sri Lanka's next two batsmen walked for four and ten runs respectively, both falling to Tabrice Shamsi. Pereira on a 25 ball 30 was the next man to go as Markram claimed his second scalp of the game. Sri Lanka wobbling on 78 for five after 10.5 overs. The host continued to lose wickets in regular intervals, but it was after the fall of the seventh wicket that saw their resistance snap as they were dismissed for a lowly 103 runs. Sri Lanka unraveling to fall to their lowest score while batting first at home. Kunda de Kock and Riza Hendricks got the visitors chase underway with a solid opening stand that got the Proteus to 62 runs and 51 deliveries. That was before Hendricks received his marching orders for 18 runs. The game had another delay afterwards with the covers coming on yet again, but the action soon resumed and Markram and de Kock took to the crease. The opener went on to half a ton as the pair closed in on the target, needing 15 runs from 45 balls to win. They achieved the score in a canter as the Proteas clinched the T20 series with a game to spare. Quinton de Kock and Aidan Markram congratulate each other on a job very, very well done, very efficiently done. South Africa winning by nine wickets with 35 balls to spare. That is an unusually large margin of victory between two of uh, the world's top teams.